in every 40 seconds someone is committing suicide and it might be you know because of various reasons and we mentioned yesterday they there are so many live events that can be able to push someone to committing suicide but also we mentioned that none of us neither me nor you are immune to suicide the good news is we can prevent suicide 100% welcome to the fireplace podcast this is our second episode and we continue our focus on suicide prevention it is no doubt that suicide and generally mental health is a public health concern in africa some of the statistics we have already highlighted show that we have more men committing suicide than women actually research has it that men commit suicide three times more than women well rumor has it that women find it easier to synthesize their stresses than men like you know crying or talking to their friends relatives or anyone you know and talking is therapy maybe that can explain it although it is not scientific so i don't want to get into that also the numbers show that younger folks are committing suicide more than the older folks again i have no scientific explanation for that but i guess probably being younger like you know 18 to 29 years you haven't been able to develop completely to be able to deal with life's challenges maybe yes maybe no okay however there are two things that i must be able to stress at this point one suicide is and generally mental illness is a public health concern whether it's in kenya whether it's across africa or the world over and number two it is not being given the attention that it deserves and the big question we must ask is why so i will attempt to kind of you know answer that question but i know you might have you know um information that could be able to add value to uh, the few points that i'm going to mention one in africa tradition culture socialization and anything related to that has never been friends with suicide you know or generally mental health it's either you are possessed with an evil spirit or you have been bewitched by your you know your aunt or your relative or something like that even after christianity came along it hasn't been able to help it's usually you have been possessed by some evil spirits and they have to you know use prayer to deal with that well i don't want to get into that more than it is necessary but it hasn't been able to help really dealing with mental health in africa 
the stigma, the myths, and the misconceptions around suicide and mental health is the greatest challenge that we are facing in this country, Kenya, and Africa. And stemming from all this, I think it has spilled over to um, the kind of policy and legal frameworks that we have put in place to be able to help people, to be able to develop services that could be able to come and help people suffering from mental health or specifically issues uh, that relate to mental health. For example, in Kenya, if you try to commit suicide today and you fail, the first person you will see at your doorstep is a police officer. And they're not coming to help. They're coming to throw you behind bars. It's a criminal offense. How the hell did they even decide that? There have been several arguments and activists and people in the mental health advocacy arena have been raising over time that indeed people who have attempted suicide are not criminals. They are people who are sick and they need help. However, uh, there hasn't been an attempt to kind of deal with that kind of legislation, right? And so it is a huge, huge challenge. Another thing is human resource infrastructure development to be able to deliver mental health services in Kenya or across Africa. Most um, governments do not allocate resources towards employing uh, human resource uh, professionals to be able to help deal with people who have mental illnesses or mental issues. In fact, you'll realize that we are way below what is expected worldwide in terms of numbers, you know, in terms of doctors, um, uh, psychiatric doctors, uh, counselors. If you walked into a facility today, you'll probably find one counselor against maybe 50 or 100 other health workers. And so that kind of gives you the picture of the kind of attention that is given to mental health issues. So the public rarely goes to hospital to seek mental health services by the virtue that they are unlikely to find anyone to help. Although I must admit we have, you know, a few people, you know, in, in different places to be able to help, but it's still a problem. And given that the fact that we, the government hasn't in, invested in infrastructure, hasn't been able to invest in, um, in, in human resource, uh, it is costly. Quality mental health services are very costly. And that looks up the majority of the population to be able to access such a service unless you are well-to-do. Okay. 
Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is probably uh, dealing with data and research. In mental health sector, you can't find as much data and as recent data as you can find on HIV and AIDS or TB or malaria or any other health uh, uh, concern, you know. And as I began, I mentioned that we have a problem with perception, we have a problem with myths and misconception, we have a problem with how we have been socialized. Even the people who are in decision-making uh, offices have, you know, stigma towards mental health and therefore even talking about it, having a conversation at a decision-making level to advocate for mental health in terms of resources and funds and investment so that then the people can be able to access these services is a problem. That's why you find that in any health budget, not even 1% is allocated directly to mental health. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been my time tonight. But tomorrow, we will talk a little bit more about the legal framework. Why would you be arrested if you try to commit suicide? Why would you be arrested? That is it for me, guys. Drop a comment. See you tomorrow.